you left St. Mary's High School and you went on to Niagara, did you go on a basketball scholarship and were you recruited by other colleges other than Niagara? Yeah, we, we were really lucky, George. I mean, we all thought that we'd be working in a factory like all of our parents were, mm -hmm. factory workers. Mm -hmm. Well, in our senior year, when we go undefeated, the, uh, the opportunities just evolved. I mean, it was just amazing how many. But I went to uh, a, a friend who played with me, Tommy Amata, and myself. We're invited to go to Niagara University for a tryout. Mm -hmm. So we get on a plane. I mean, we take a bus into New York, and we go to Grand Central Station. This train is going to be nine hours going up to Niagara Falls. Mm -hmm. Well, as we get there, we notice there's a lot of guys that are going for the same tryout. <laughs> then all of a sudden, as we're going up and we're stopping in Albany and all these areas in Syracuse, we're picking up guys. Well, when we get off the train, so help me God, there were 25 guys that were there. Wow. They put us on a bus and we drive down to Niagara Falls. They show us the falls, all right? We get out, we look at the falls that are all lit up and everything. We come back, they had a dinner. The next day, we scrimmaged Saturday morning, lunch, Saturday afternoon, dinner, Saturday night, all right, 25 guys. Right? <laughs> then on Sunday, you went home on the train. Mm -hmm. Little did we know that they had 25 guys coming the week in the before <laughs> and 25 guys the week after, right? So they offered my, my friend Tommy Amata and I scholarships. Now, we had other scholarships and everything, but we just liked that situation. Even though we knew that the freshman team the year before was undefeated and it had incredible talent. Uh, so when we came in, today they can't do this. The year before us, they gave out nine scholarships. Our year, they gave out nine scholarships. And the year behind us, they gave out nine scholarships. And they say, that's 27 scholarships. That's correct. Right. Because back then, when you, you couldn't, limitations. when you couldn't see whether you could play, you would leave and go into the service because you were going to get drafted. Yes. And you could pick your service. And amazing how many of those guys went into the service you say, well, they got run off. Well, if you're counting not suiting up for the home games yeah. as being run off, yeah. well, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. very politely, you understood where you are. You know what was going to happen. But um, for me, George, going to Niagara uh, was great because I was there during the three greatest years of basketball of that school, and then at one time, off of our junior team. We lost the Holiday Festival tournament in New York City, which was the number one tournament, mm -hmm. in the final to Duquesne, who was number one in the country. Mm -hmm. We lose five games that year, three to Duquesne. We lost to them in the finals of the Holiday Festival. We had them by 18 at halftime. They beat us by three. Semi-finals of the NIT, which was the tournament. Forget the NCAA. The NCAA was yes, a nothing yes, tournament yes, back then because yes. we're talking 1955. Mm -hmm. Uh, 54 and 55. We lose to Duquesne again. And the only game we lost in the student center at Niagara University, Duquesne beat us. Now, you know the names. The people out here might remember the names. But Sayugo Green could play our guy 
Eddie Fleming, who was an All-American. Mm -hmm. Larry Costello would get his points. There was no doubt about it. Bo Arias would get his. But Sayugo could take Eddie out. That was the greatest team that Niagara ever had. And the reason I say that, this little Catholic school of a 1,000 kids was playing doubleheaders in Buffalo on Thursday and Friday nights when all the colleges would go to Chicago, to Buffalo, to Philly, to New York, to Louisville, and out or back before the fixes. We had three guys off of that team. Larry Costello was an all-star player for years in the NBA. Eddie Fleming, who played nine years in the league for Minneapolis, the Lakers. And then uh, Bo Arias at the forward position, who was six foot four, six foot five rebounder, who played for Kansas City for two years. And then back at that time period, the Globetrotters were the best team probably in the world. Because people forget this, that in the late 40s, the Globetrotters played the Minneapolis Lakers seven games over a couple of years and won the series. And people forget this. But there was no place, as you know, for the great black player to play. So the Globies had their number one team with Marcus Haynes and uh, Goose Tatum. Our center, Charlie Hoxie, was the straight man who played center for them for nine years. We were all in Niagara at the same time. Wow. And you think about that. The old man, in his ways of trying guys out and that, picked up a lot of talented guys who played and molded together. And today you can't run guys off like that, mm -hmm. you know. And you can't have a trap. You, you be, t tell us who Frank Layden is and tell us Larry Costello who he is and what role they played in your development. Well, first of all, I owe everything to Larry Costello. Because when I left high school, I went to William & Mary for one year as a basketball coach. Mm -hmm. And then I was offered a job at Duke University. Duke University, their freshman coach, Tom Carmody, was getting the Rhode Island job. He calls me, asks me if I know two young guys that could work for not a lot of money. And we get him, Mike Fratella, to go mm -hmm. uh, up there as an assistant. And then... <clears throat> Uh, Lou Campanelli. Yes. Okay. Who later went to James Madison yes, and then Cal. to Cal. Yes, right. Yes. Okay. Now, so what happens is, is that I'm at Duke for four years. I was there with Chuck Daly and then Chuck got the Boston College job. Well, <clears throat> nothing was happening. At the end of four years, I get a call from Larry Costello. He's playing at that time. He's coaching the Milwaukee Bucks. His career was over. Coaching the Bucks, they had won the championship in 1971 with Kareem in his second year and then Oscar Robertson, all right, who came to them that year. So I go there as an assistant. Well, Larry Costello was three years an All-American with us at Niagara. He won the Niagara medal, which is given to the number one academic student. He was 4-0 in pre-med. Mm. So when he came out, he could have played basketball or baseball because he was our shortstop. He was a great baseball talent. <clears throat> he played shortstop for us. So he enters dental school, University of Buffalo. Because back then, as you remember, nobody in the pros was making more than $15,000. Mm. So all of a sudden, Philadelphia... The, 
they get him to drop out of school and sign. He goes into service and that comes back out and then plays in the league for a ton of years and was an all-star player so many times. He gave me a chance. Well, when we were freshmen, Frank Layden and I came in together as freshmen. Larry was a sophomore. Frank Layden was all New York City baseball and basketball at Fort Hamilton High School in Brooklyn. Larry was from Syracuse, New York, a little town of 3,000 people. Uh, Frank Layden, back then, you could play high school basketball until you were 19 in New York. Now, in Jersey, that, you couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. So when he came to Niagara, he came and played in our freshman and sophomore years. And then Taps Gallagher, our coach, looked at Frank and said, you know what? You can't play ahead of Eddie Fleming at small forward because Frank was 6'2", 195. And Jerry Kennedy, who uh, was all New York City at Regis High School. So he said, I'm going to make you the freshman coach. So Frank became the freshman coach and then helped Taps with the varsity. Mm -hmm. So when Frank went into the service and got out of the service, he's a high school coach out on Long Island. Well, then all of a sudden the door opens up at Niagara and Frank becomes the Niagara coach. He had great teams and we all know the Calvin Murphy team mm -hmm. was one of the best in the country. Mm -hmm. So when I'm coaching in the NBA, I, well, first of all, I'm an assistant to Larry for two years. I get the Kentucky Colonel job. I'm there two years, and the leagues merge. I now come to Atlanta, and Frank called me, and I offer Frank the assistant coaching job. So Frank was, it was just two coaches back then, head coach and assistant. Mm -hmm. But we're not in this position if it wasn't for Larry Garcelle. Mm -hmm. After three years, and we had a lot of success, we bring Mike Fratello in as our third guy after two years. Frank becomes the general manager of the New Orleans Jazz. But they close, and they're sold to Utah. Frank goes as the uh, general manager of the Utah Jazz. Then he became the president, and then he coached the team for a number of years. But to this day, my career and Frank Layden's career, we owe everything to Larry Costello because he opened the door for us for professional basketball.